Hi there, it's Sewa, and welcome to episode 53 of the She's Off Script podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. I love learning what habits make people successful. These days, there's so many self-help guides about this topic, and I've read books, blog posts, and listened to podcasts just to reverse engineer what habits have helped people get where they are today. And that's actually one of the reasons I started this podcast, because I wanted to ask the questions myself. <laughs> so after doing all that research, in today's off-script update, I'm sharing the five habits that have had the biggest impact on my life as an entrepreneur. If you're new around here, the off-script update episodes are a chance for me to let you know how things are going in my own entrepreneurial journey. It's been almost a year and a half since I left my 10-year-long career as a vice president at Goldman Sachs. Now, the habits I'm sharing today are not all major changes, but you know, sometimes the smallest changes can have the biggest impact on your life. They've definitely helped me stay organized, stay sane, and help me be more successful in my entrepreneurial journey. So if you're a self-help junkie like me, I hope this episode helps you figure out what habit changes you should focus on first as you look to level up your life and your business. Two quick things before we dive into my off-script update. First, I'd like to give a big shout out to Jessica Nabongo on becoming the first documented Black woman to travel to every country in the world. Jessica shared her journey with us in episode 17, if you'd like to hear her story, but definitely head over to her Instagram and show her some love on such a huge accomplishment. So she's the catch me if you can on Instagram and everywhere else. Second, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes. This will help spread the word about our podcast so amazing stories like Jessica's and those we share here from other women can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own unique off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script with my off-script update. So habit number one is learning to create a weekly instead of a daily to-do list. In episodes 13 and 20, I actually touched on my daily routine, so that's not what I'm sharing for this first habit. This habit is just more focused on how I structure my to-do lists. I've always written daily to-do lists, and inevitably, there would be days when I would crush it and get everything done on the list on time before I went to bed, and then other days, I'd just get stuck on one item and get down on myself for not being quote-unquote productive enough. At least that's what I did until I came across a YouTube video by Sunny Lenarduzzi where she talked about the fact that the items on her to-do list only fall into four categories. And if there was something she thought needed to be done that didn't fit into those four categories, she would just outsource the task. Of course, I think those four categories for her are the ones she thought would move the needle the furthest on the goals she'd set for the year. Now, granted, Sunny is much further in her journey than I am, so I can't outsource things at the level she does, but you know what she said did sound like good advice and I thought it would be worth trying. So I created five categories for myself, business development, product development, um, marketing, self-care, and family. Family is a big 
part of who I am. So every week I work on one item in each category and I found that doing things this way it gives me more flexibility to work on things whenever I'm ready to work on them during the week, you know, just at whatever time works best for me. If something comes up that's more urgent, I then don't feel like I'm getting off track because I've only put a reasonable amount of things on my plate for that week and there's not necessarily a set day I'm supposed to accomplish those tasks. So you'll probably notice that from a business perspective, I've put business development first on my list. For those of you that are new here, you may not know that I own Pele & Co., which is a brand strategy and design consultancy that helps brands create campaigns and digital content that sells. Quite frankly, in order to grow a business, I need clients. And in order to close deals with those clients, I need to be out there pitching, creating proposals, building funnels. Well, you get the idea. So those types of activities are a big priority for me. Next up is product and content development. This podcast falls into that category. The free downloadables I share with you, like the podcast starter kit from episode 44, falls into this category as well. Um, Some of the new resources I'm developing that are probably coming online next month as well would fall into this category. So by getting into the habit of focusing on my five categories, I'm well on my way to achieving the goals that I've set for myself this year. So the moral of the habit change here is that as small business owners, we just need to stop prioritizing busy work on a daily basis. Instead, we should just focus on weekly goals that impact the bottom line. So habit change number two is setting audacious goals. I've always thought of myself as a go-getter and as a fearless dreamer, but if this journey has taught me anything, it's to set even bigger goals. Sometimes I still can't believe this is my life. I, I set goals for myself and for some reason, I'm surprised when I get a yes or when a big puzzle piece falls into place. And at this point, I guess I just need to stop being surprised at myself, but I think there's also a small part of me that's afraid that this is some sort of a dream that I'll wake up from at any minute. Trust me, I don't want to make things out to be all sunshine and roses because it hasn't been. I've gotten plenty of no's, but I've also learned to take those no's as a signal to dream bigger and reach higher. I still love Brittany Hennessy's mantra of, why not me? There are people out there landing deals with large corporate clients, drawing stadium-sized crowds, and and living life on their own terms. Why not me? (laughs) It's a big mindset shift that I've gotten into the habit of reminding myself of every single day. Why not me? I can certainly do those big things and so can you. So habit number three is creating a daily routine and sticking to it. If you know me, you know I'm a big fan of order and organization. When things are disorganized, I immediately just want to figure out how we can fix it because chaos breeds stress. And who enjoys being stressed out for no good reason? I mean, there's good stress, like when you're working towards a deadline and you're excited to complete something. And then there's unnecessary stress that is just annoying to deal with. And 
I've touched on this before, but having a regular routine for my everyday life is a habit I've worked so hard to keep in place. My kids, for example, they have a set routine when it comes to their meals or picking out the next day's clothes before school, bedtimes, and so on. And this way, there's just no drama. Everyone knows what is expected of them. You won't find my kids milling around at 9 p.m. because as soon as they go to bed by 8 p.m. at the latest, my husband and I are both usually just back on our laptops, wrapping up work. And I also have a set bedtime for myself. So if my kids are up and I don't finish my work, I'm not going to bed on time either. And I try really hard to stick to this bedtime so I'm not miserable when I wake up in the morning. While my husband does wake up at 5 a.m. to work out, I certainly don't intentionally get up at 5 a.m. But slowly, over the years of him waking up so early, I found myself being awake closer and closer to 5 a.m. just because when you share a bed with someone, it's impossible, at least for me, not to wake up when they get out of bed. Don't get me wrong, I'm still not voluntarily team 5 a.m., but once I'm up, I'll use that time for some morning reflection, I'll check emails, and I'll even do some stretching and yoga before starting the day just because I find that I'm in a much better mood when I've gotten all those steps into my daily routine. Another part of my routine that I don't compromise on is showering and getting dressed before the kids wake up every morning. Once those kids are up, we need to get them ready, have breakfast, and make the lunches and be out the door. We have a six-year-old and a four-year-old, so once the kids are up, there's just no time for myself until they've been dropped off at school. No shade if this is you, but I guess I'm just not far removed enough from the corporate life to show up at the school drop-off in, you know, my PJs and a bonnet. I I didn't do it in college and I'm just not going to do it now. It's just not me. Getting dressed like I have something to do that day is a habit that helps to put me in the right frame of mind. Now for habit number four, I learn something new every day. As an entrepreneur, you wear so many hats and some of those hats will be brand new to you. Google becomes your best friend in a pinch, but I've had to get into the habit of reading up on the latest trends and diving deep into the areas that impact my offerings to Pele and co-clients. To be a successful business owner with a relevant strategy, you need to have a good idea of what's going on in your industry, what's going on in other areas that might impact you in the future. You have to figure out ways to start seeing around the corner. That means reading the news beyond beyond the headlines. Um, I know a lot of people put clickbait out there. We read the headline and we think we have the gist, but you actually have to dig deep in the areas that matter to you. Um, And that also means attending webinars and taking courses. And for me, that means reading books. Audible has become an amazing way for me to read new books. Podcasts, of course, are a great resource. And YouTube, those two have definitely been great ways for me to learn from other business owners. As they say, when you stop growing, you start dying. And I, for one, am not ready to start dying either as a business owner or as a person. So as long as I stay in the habit of having a growth mindset and stay open to learning every day, I know I'll continue to succeed. 
Last but not least, habit number five is setting aside time every week to catch up with friends. Entrepreneurship can be lonely if you allow it to be. It definitely doesn't have to be lonely. Sometimes we can get so caught up in our own stuff that we don't check in with friends and that let's do lunch next week turns into next month or the month after. And before you know it, friends just start falling out of your life. By the same token, I'm just a firm believer in not holding on to friendships that are past their expiration date. By that, I mean that sometimes people are only in your life for a season. And if I'm the only one that ever checks in or you're not putting in the same energy into our friendship, I start to withdraw and spend that energy elsewhere. This is in high school. We're all adults and can amicably move on without making it a thing. We're all busy, priorities change, we grow as people and we want different things and sometimes those friends don't grow with you and the faster you learn to accept that, the less energy you're going to spend in the wrong places or in the wrong people. So a habit I picked up while working in corporate was to have a running list of people I wanted to keep in touch with. Literally, I had a spreadsheet with names and the last time I reached out or had coffee with each person. This way, I could keep all my relationships warm, as they say in networking. These days, I don't use a spreadsheet, but I still keep track of my friends and make sure that I'm staying in touch. Even if it's just to send a text to see how they're doing, at least they know that you're thinking of them. Not too long ago, I was actually listening to a podcast where someone mentioned tracking which one of their friends was initiating check-ins and hangouts on a spreadsheet. So she kind of took my corporate spreadsheet to the next level which is with her friends. And she mentioned that she would actually cut friends off if the balance was off. Like if there was a greater percentage of her keeping in touch than them keeping in touch with her, she would ask them as a friend. And that's brutal, but sometimes it's necessary just to protect your own peace of mind. Admittedly, the whole tracking thing is not for everyone, but the essence of this habit is still important. Make your friends a priority because it's great to have a squad who supports you through the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, but even more important than that, there's just something to be said about being there for others and giving back to others when they need you without them even having to ask. And if you're paying attention, you will notice that someone hasn't reached out in a while and you can reach out and see how they're doing. But if you're just focused on yourself and focused on your entrepreneurial stuff, there's always going to be entrepreneurial stuff to work on. And if a friendship is important to you, you just need to put in the effort to keep it warm and keep it alive. Well, those are the five habits that have had the biggest impact on my life as an entrepreneur. I would love to hear any other habits that have had a big impact on your life and your business. Share them with us on Instagram and tag at She's Off Script so we can share them on our stories. With that, we'll see you back next week for another conversation that will hopefully get us closer to creating our unique blueprints for success. I'm so glad you made it to the end of today's episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please go on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and write us a review. As always, don't forget to share this episode with your friends, family, 
colleagues, anyone who cares to listen. We'll talk to you next time.